Welcome to this roundup. Connected computers, information, communication, and digitization technologies has connected individuals and entities across nations, its government, industries, organizations, and academia. In short, referred to as NGIOA. The growing digital connectivity is creating an ever-increasing demand for information that is credible, transparent, verifiable, payable, and accessible. While social media is no longer ignored and individuals and entities across NGIOA are getting ready to benefit from the changing fundamentals of content creation and communication, the reality remains that managing content in cyberspace is much more complex than in geospace. To meet the complex challenges facing content creation and distribution, there are many ongoing efforts to the content distribution, monetization, verification, and aggregation process powered by blockchain and artificial intelligence. To discuss one such all-in-one social content aggregation, verification, and monetization platform that is powered by blockchain and machine learning, I am delighted to welcome Travis Garland to describe the Travis is the CEO of DeepSea and is based in the United States. Welcome, Travis. We're honored to have you on Risk Roundup. Hey, Jay Sharia, I appreciate it. And um, that was a that was a heck of a wrap up um, for what we're doing and, and kind of where we're playing and, and some of the great issues. So um, tremendous. That was great. Wonderful. Thank you for that. So amidst the onslaught of information from countless sources from across nations, social media users are trying to get informed and involved for the causes that matter to them. While social media is becoming an integral part of almost everyone's life, there is a growing concern that the distribution of content continues to be controlled by a select few who controls the social media. What rules, regulations, guidelines, and moderation follows on social networks? And do you see that the technology will help in this content distribution and management? Absolutely. So in, in regards to deep sea, we have an all-in-one approach. And we encompass many different technologies and layer it in a fashion that involves the user. At the same time, it capitalizes on the technology and its benefits to try to create a solution that, that works for everybody. So within this, we use blockchain, machine learning, uh, a lot of the buzz buzzwords you'll hear today. And we also reinforce that with old methods of content aggregation, distribution, uh, and verification. Um, today on the horizon, we're seeing a sharp change with blockchain technology in addition to the use of micropayments and different ways to actually um, monetize your content or different ways to make money off of other people's content. Um, at the same time, we're, we've moved quickly past networks and TV programming and more people now than ever are getting onto the internet in order to get their content. So what we're starting to see is a service environment, uh, many service environments pop up at the same time, um, whether it be aggregation, marketing, or what have you, uh, to get out this content. At the, at the same time, we have blockchain popping up, um, the use of cryptocurrencies or just digital currencies in general that are gonna create for a sharp change. So with the speed up that we are currently witnessing today, um, the sharp changes that we see in, in today's content aggregation, today's content distribution, that's obviously gonna change. So some quick things that we can open up towards are how can we use machine learning and deep learning and all these new types of methodologies to 
better limit uh, bots and spam, for instance? And how can we use technology such as blockchain to um, better take care of micropayments, reimburse multiple people within the supply chain, uh, get the money out of very centralized sources? And then how can we blend the technology uh, in a way that we are actually more connected than ever? Um, because we're definitely experiencing it, um, especially within the recent years and after the election, we're definitely experiencing um, the abuse, the abuse of this connectivity, um, the the real you know volatile um, tactics that are being used against other people or in marketing and, and what have you to really get the leading edge. So as as we find ways to combat these methods. Um, it's really about how can we get connected in a way that's that's safe and that's also you know reasonable to to discussion and intellect and what have you. No, that's wonderful, and I'm glad that uh, you are going on this path that is going to make so much difference. The integrity of social networks everywhere is challenged, and uh, as they continue to be challenged, it's troubled by problems that are involving accessibility, censorship, quality, credibility, authenticity. Uh, verifiability and much more like you just said you know after we, uh, during the election and after the election we have witnessed uh, so many complex uh, problems that have emerged and as we witness the democratization of information and connectivity there is a growing concern that the discovery distribution or democracy of content still remains a problem if you look at the social media uh, irrespective of whether it is linkedin twitter or uh, google plus uh, google uh, or you know facebook any other uh, platform social media platform that people use irrespective of individuals or entities across ngio so if we are talking about blockchain machine learning based platform do you see that we will be able to overcome all the challenges that we currently face about accessibility censorship and all that on social media that we will be able to manage them effectively well it's a it's a combination of multiple technologies and at the same time um, anything we put our mind to and people in general uh, i believe we can solve solve and come to new solutions at the same time anytime we solve a problem uh, we open up new problems because our awareness has changed and we're now focusing on different issues uh, i do believe with the advantages of verification and just being able to go through a lot of the the lay work that that we were no, normally never able to do and this is really thanks to machine learning but also because of blockchain from a verification and a monetization standpoint. The better we can get the, the verification, um, the, the monetary strategy, be able to get all these tools in the individual's hands and get them involved, I believe they'll be more involved in helping us come down and, and solve some of these issues. But at the same time, it's, uh, it's really gonna take a lot of communication. This is really one of the first and best forms against violence is being able to get people to communicate and try to work out a deal and, and come to a discussion. And this is really what that technology is gonna do. It's going to force a discussion. So people are gonna have to weigh in one way or the other and we can better predict and better establish ways um, to make everything kind of work together. So you are looking for more of a collaborative, collective approach in the once you develop this base platform, you want to open it up so you know all these uh, complex challenges uh, the, or issues that are identified that you the co global community then collectively collaborate collaboratively they can uh, address those and uh, once they are aware of these challenges and then you know collectively they can come with the solution is that the approach you are taking 
Um, exactly. So we can solve some of the really easy things or some of the really obvious things. So some obvious things that are going on in today's society that we want to stop are vote manipulation, botting, uh, kind of growth hacking, growth marketing within social networks or the abusive aspects of it. So using fake accounts, generating these accounts in order to increase the social media score on various forms of social media and, and Reddit's really one of the most popular ones. Uh, this has caused seismic uh, shifts, especially in elections and news, what have you. I mean, 62% of today's Americans um, get their news from social media. And I believe it's around 80% for millennials. So this is a big deal. And when people mess, it mess with the scores of this content using bots and using those methods, it gives people a really different perception. Because on one hand, they think a thousand people like this comment or they weighed in with this comment or what have you. And that's really not the case. So some of these easy issues we can solve. We can use reinforcement learning and different methodologies to, to pinpoint different weights and different aspects of a person's profile or a person's account and be able to dictate whether they are manipulating voting patterns, whether they are using bots, or whether they are using upvoting groups in order to increase their content. At the same time, we can also put weights on other, other individuals. There are other individuals who may never bot, may have a type of profile where they're verified in a certain category, and we can at least broadcast that, uh, to broadcast the symbols, if you will, and we can relay that information to other people. So that's what I talk about a collective effort. There are some things we can do, but we know, and we also know that from an AI point of view, there should never be an artificial intelligence that really just weighs in whether a piece is true or not. We're, we're not at the stage of NLP or thought from a human's point uh, of view for that matter. So we can't weigh in on whether a, a piece of news is fake or not, but we can establish the tools and establish the best platform possible for having that discussion and relaying all prevalent information and trying to really protect the integrity of the platform. No, I, I think that is uh, so necessary because you are right that social networks are covered with these bots and fake profiles and all these marketing agencies and people who have a lot of money power with them, they do nothing but the, uh, you know, for the platform other than inflating numbers and damaging the integrity of the, you know, content. We, we would not know if someone, you know, spends a lot of money and uh, pushes. Uh, some content which may not be right as we see you know during the elections and also you know time and time again in so many other uh, areas so that i'm glad that you are working on that challenge and i hope that you know organizations like yours are able to come up with some effective solution for that but how will we be able to create a platform that doesn't marginalize the social media users based on the topic that they're working on or they know what their uh, ideologies or what their religion is or what their, uh, you know, some, you know, uh, different perspectives they have based on their origin or preferences or religion or skin color. So how would we be able to create a platform that is blind to all these things and is just focused on the integrity of the content? I'm glad you said that. So one real difference about our platform in DeepSea is that 
we do have hosting portals for video content, for text type content, uh, your general pipeline of feeds, something that you might see off Facebook or Twitter. But the real flagship of the platform are the user-generated communities. Um, and these are very similar to what you might see out of Reddit, but a more advanced version. And in addition to that, the way that content is actually tagged and how many tags you get for a piece of content. Using these two aspects, um, we actually allow users to really pick what communities and what discussion groups and what feeds they actually want to be a part of. And also in the future, they better know what to tag content under in order to get it out to more like-minded individuals. Um, when it comes to very broad subjects like news or technology or what have you, there are many subdivisions that are birthed throughout that and that fork out and, and get more and more defined as, as kind of look a little bit closer. And that's one aspect our, our forum and our community takes on. Um, we have an area that congregates obviously big subjects, so there can be multiple technology um, forums or communities, but there can also be the really specific ones. So a specific language, whether it be you know, Java or C++, or a specific type of technology, whether it be machine learning or just some different application in general. Uh, for example, iOS apps or games. All these could be with, uh, within that category, and all these communities could have their own group. So people who are really interested in these uh, subjects and want to be involved at this level can actually moderate these communities. And, and this happens a lot on many other social networks and what have you, but over time, moderators leave, or it's a thankless job, or it's a corrupt job. They, they simply use their moderating position to make themselves money. We get rid of this by monetizing it, and actually, right out of the gate making their value on top of these communities making verifications for these communities allowing forums for these communities so they can keep their moderators in check um, and so these are some various plays that uh that we put in place to really not marginalize the user and then just one more thing in addition to not mar marginalizing the, the user it's uh it's custom algorithms and it's a different site look so if you do not want our algorithms or our analysis or what have you, you, you can simply disable it. You can go to a feed that's completely based on whatever you're trying to filter out. Um, in terms of search, you can search specifically for the content that you want to see, whether you want to see, you know, some funny content from the business section, or you can, you know, uh, uncheck it and remove all funny content from the business section. So we do pride ourselves in being able to customize as much as your search as possible. At the same time, you know, we, we don't want to marginalize anybody. So if there is ever an avenue for, you know, whatever you're into, whether it's, you know, technology or South German harpsichords, if there are people involved and you can make a community around that, we welcome you to come on and we'll be fair about the whole situation. Good, good. I'm glad to hear that. Now, in a digital global age, content, irrespective, you know, uh, of uh, where it is created in all its forms, is increasingly viewed as both the commodity currency and also as a collateral. The advances in information communication and digitization technologies has brought nations this immediate global communication. So something content that is created in United States, it could be in all countries within you know, a matter of seconds. So the speed and ease of instant global communication has brought everyone a capacity for infinite reproduction of the content in a matter of few minutes or few seconds sometimes. So the result is if, if let's say a content is created 
it is now very easy to separate the digital creation in all its forms from its creator. The, once a content goes viral, people share, share, share. And you know, after a few cycles, we don't even know whose content is being shared or who was the creator. So how can blockchain change the change this meaning separation of digital content creation from its creator? Right. So uh, blockchain has many functionalities, and, and one great functionality is definitely in this ballpark. And that's the fact that we can analyze who developed what. Uh, and when, who made changes, what and when, who spread what and when. And we can actually look back at the blockchain, look back at when people make uh, certain posts or what have you, and make sure there's not a contract in place, a contract that might um, cause us or some moderators or, or what have you within the, within the chain of the content to actually um, send money back to the original creator if they if they actually have a claim staked on that on that smart contract so that's a real quick identifier of how you can actually you know monetize from a contract like that in addition to it um, there's actually you know using various forms of cryptography there's actually ways to protect that content or protect other users from actually being able to access that content so this sets up various you know, payment models from subscription services. We might see an uptick in plugins um, that are on various websites that, that utilize these services or that utilize these subscriptions. Um, so the, these are just a few ways that the blockchain can actually work with video. Yeah, because see, today when someone posts a picture, image, or a video, it goes viral, and millions of people, you know, can see it. And uh, the creator of the work may never receive proper credit or proper financial reward. In most of the social media, you never see. I mean, a beautiful, you know, uh, mu uh, music that has been created, or art that has been created, or someone writes a really beautiful story. No, no. These are just few examples. I mean, people just don't get uh, financial reward for what they have created. And that is a big challenge. So if blockchain machine learning is able to platform, is able to fix this problem, uh, that would be wonderful because uh, we do need more efficient and frictionless use of content where creators are rewarded appropriately. And uh, basically, it seems that the way this there is the vision of blockchain uh, artificial intelligence based platform is that you know the biggest uh, benefit people say is that we will be able to get rid of the middleman because a lot of times you know this content that has been created it's not that the contents at times are, is not making money but by the time it reaches the creator all that money is you know gone because of the you know way it is uh, distributed to the middleman so how 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 are you visioning how the creators will be rewarded for the content that they are creating yeah so as the middleman kind of in this scenario uh, our real play is how can we use that middleman leverage to better assist the community and the platform so that users will want to come stay or be loyal. Um, so certain aspects and, and how we kind of affect this is let's clean up the network, let's increase the integrity of the content. This is a very obvious thing uh, that social networks are not doing. Um, how can we 
better build platforms or better build centralized tools or infrastructures so that we can actually power content creators. Yes, it's one thing to make a video or slap something together. It's a completely different thing to um, put together some premium content. At the same time, if you look at Hollywood and the demographics of show business in general, it's a very locked down industry. So with a decentralized universe on the forefront and becoming a hot topic in today's society, we're going to see a lot of decentralized uh, production studios or what have you trying to produce more professional content. We're definitely going to see the decentralization of news and news sources. So it won't be the same news channel six that's owned by the same company across, you know, 500 different counties. Um, you'll start seeing new organizations pop up with a, with a competitive model. But at the same time, there's a lot of problems in film production, especially the inflated costs and the inability for consumers to navigate that market. So one great play once we kind of reach a certain peak is to play heavily towards the, the manufacturing of content in a decentralized manner. So how can we put together the studios? How can we put together the consultants? How can we put together uh, the whole aspect of that tree so people can customize their own networks? And how can we put together our crowd functionality and the ability for us to crowdsource information into the actual development of these projects. So those are kind of two looks at the long term. At the same time, um, from a user and an analytical point of view, everybody's fighting for eyeballs. At the same time, there's been a, a very adversarial relationship that's uh, that's kind of been born uh, in, in, the, in the ad world, at least, and really since, you know, early 2000s. Uh, and, and how users respond to internet marketers and the, the tactics internet marketers use to get people to click on their ads. So how can we buffer that relationship a bit? How can we add artificial intelligence to actually increase um, the, the price of the ads and the services that we are providing? And how can we create subscription models and various other tools that creators can use to better upload their content on our platform? And, like I said, I forgot to, from the user standpoint, one big thing they're focused on is analytics, being able to analyze the content. Where did it come from? What are people saying about it? How does it apply here? I want the top comment. I want the top analysis on this content. So that's gonna be a very competitive market. And in the field of artificial intelligence and the birth of new type of neural networks, we'll be able to service and custom service uh, people with content and comments and analysis that they, they will be interested in. We hope they stay for it. That would be wonderful. I would love to know what uh, people all across nations are, you know, talking about risk round, risk roundup. Each episode that we release, uh, what is the feedback? Where you know people are seeing value? Because right now we, I do get the comments and likes and all that, but uh, we don't get the good feeling about you know where overall you know what kind of uh, value these risk roundup episodes are able to uh, provide to our uh, global viewers and listeners so it would be nice to have that kind of capability now you talked about the crowdsourcing so uh, when disputes arise between collaborators when whenever there is a content that is being created by not just one person but you know multiple people working simultaneously on that it be it could be joint authors or you know right um, the painters or musicians or it could be any anyone you know someone writing a code uh, any kind of collaboration so if there are disputes uh, you know arising from that how these you know 
misunderstanding or disputes as to the party's rights, responsibilities, and rewards, how would the blockchain technology AI-based platform that you are visioning be effectively able to prevent such disputes? So in regards to those disputes, that's really not a heavy focus of our, of our platform. Um, there's definitely some ways to idealize uh, an early smart contract or an early agreement on content um, as, it's, as it's uploaded to the network and proliferated throughout the network. Uh, but in terms of anything contractual that actually deals with the content in and of itself, it would probably have to, you'd really have to start legally, where does it reside? Does this reside out of a studio or a you know, black and white paper contract? Or was this first established on the blockchain? And has this gone through any of the, the legal loopholes or anything like that? So one of the first things would definitely, you know, being able to try to establish a general model that works for everybody and for everything extracurricular, um, it would really have to be done on a wing, on one basis uh, in that regard at least and, and for big disputes um, and for common practices you can definitely start automating a lot of that task flow um, but it, it's something that's definitely going to come up in the future um, especially the future of contracts because you know a blockchain contract is so different from you know the general semantic contracts we're used to so we're really going to get to see how that weighs in on the future and hopefully that's not with us hopefully some other big hollywood studios dealing with that problem let's hope that you know it gets worked out because that is going to be there is no way that conflict disputes will not arise there will always be conflict there will always be issues so we would need that kind of uh, process that is effectively in place so that we can uh, manage that effect uh, you know without any problem and without going to court all the time now Today, any creator's identity is thinly spread across so many different online services or platforms. It could be LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Google Plus, or you know, uh, any other uh, platform that is uh, out there on the social media. Or you know, people could be using blockchain-based uh, platforms. So, the identity of any let's say, if we talk about risk rounder the risk roundup identity is going to be spread on all these different kind of uh, platforms so these platforms are not all in sync with each other they are walled off and disconnected so it's very difficult for innovators to access information that could be used to create services that allow fans from across different uh, platforms and uh, from across different uh, uh, you know it is technology uh, that is being used how that they can you know use these uh, creations in new innovative ways so how can we build an open ecosystem for creative content based on uh, not only blockchain but that integrates all these online services social media services uh, you know on all different technology platforms yeah great question um and it really comes down to the tech stack so in, in our instance, we're building a coin on top of the blockchain. We're building certain protocol within the blockchain that, that you know, as certain situations come up, this is something we would want to put on the chain and verify. Or as, you know, we get more feedback and consumers and users get back to us about other services and other things add onto the chain, we will. But really the base, uh, the base part of it is the actual currency. 
And it's just really important that that stays decentralized, mostly from a user's point of view and the easeability of being able to, to transfer at any time and this, that, and the other. In terms of data streams, setting up nodes that might, you know, produce content, all that's kind of in the, in the future, but it's also part of, you know, a layered stack. You don't want to just uh, use, you know, one thing over the other. Blockchain does solve a lot of problems, especially, you know, in terms of consensus and getting people to work together and building trust. But it, it certainly does not solve everything. It's certainly not uh, in an area to where I'd recommend anybody build a platform completely on it or if they even could. I mean, obviously, we're just starting to get to the point where we're seeing systems produce, you know, 40 and 50K TPS. Unfortunately, they have to be, you know, that had to be much wider to produce kind of like a Facebook or a Reddit on top of. Um, but in terms of, you know, how these services will work in the future when they're not working together or people are dedicated to a certain chain, I don't see that working out too well. I, I feel like there's going to have to be, you know, more all-encompassing approach, more, you know, open software, open sourcing and partnerships. Uh, people are not going to want to be backed into a corner dedicated to just one thing and not be able to go spread out and find other content. So anybody really backing that solution, that that's going to be a loss in my point of view. Yeah, so it seems very true. So what are the current challenges that organizations like yours are facing when they try to develop this platform? So um, <clears throat> some of the real I guess some of the real big problems are, you know, being an AI heavy platform and having a very limited data set like that. That's a, that's a huge one. So as we're starting to develop and plan out ways that we can better collect the data we need and, you know, look for, you know, future technology that we're going to build. Um, it really has to be you know, planned ahead and we really have to find ways to force that to be there. Unlike other networks, if you already had users and you already had that user base established, it's a lot easier for you to kind of thumb through the data and start figuring that out. But in terms of working, I guess with blockchain, it's just, um, it, it's been a real catch up. So it's getting down with the lingo. It's learning all of the changes that have, have happened. Um, you know, it's, it's getting away from that Bitcoin stage because when you're really first introduced into blockchain or crypto, it seems like most people come from, from the Bitcoin point of view. So it, it really trying to re revisualize that and sorry it's really trying to revisualize that and um you know try try to learn everything that smart contracts and this type of technology can do at the same time you have to really build a rapport and research the user bases how they're currently using it now where other companies are, are falling with the use of this technology and how can you counter that so there's obviously a lot of learning phases even the sec and top legal teams around the world are still in the learning phase for icos and actually how to conduct them and what this really means for venture capital so uh, it seems like you know a lot of learning just everybody's ballpark there so it seems you are right. So which are the technology companies that are leading in this effort of redesigning the creative content or, you know, just the content collaboration system, the kind of work uh, that your organization is doing? Yeah, so there's a, uh, everybody kind of has their own approach. Two that I'll talk about in the blockchain space are Steemit. And Steemit's model is very similar to Reddit. And they have a very, 
uh, paid model, uh, you pretty much have to have Steemit to participate. Um, that's very easy right now. And they weave the Steemit throughout their system um, and it's exchanged at a price that's, that's mostly speculative, but they, they plan on um, adding various aspects, I think, through advertising and what have you. But it, it's mostly just a text-based version of Reddit. It's good for user-generated articles and content. And they seem to have a lot of people that are really behind that effort. So Steam is actually a really good option if you're looking for a real blockchain option. In addition to that, um, a good look would be Trive, who their real focus is on fixing fake news specifically. So trying to combine blockchain um, consensus and analytics uh, to build a resolution that will actually specifically fight fight fake news and that, that users can kind of contribute through that regard. And then there's some other platforms on top of it. I think Gab, in terms of you know a real Twitter social network cell functionality, they made some good strides, but obviously they got caught up in a lot of the you know political mess and, and playing the political game. But the, you know that's a very good Twitter style model. And then another model that I like that's you know more or less similar to Reddit and and their linking and their 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 grabbing of content in that regard is Tagger News who really uses a, a very similar tag, tagging system to the one we use. It's, it's the hashtag system, but it's a multi-hashtag system. And I believe Medium also uses this. And I'm still a big fan of, of the big boys. Uh, I still like my Reddits. I still like my Mediums. I still like the, the, my YouTubes. I think those are the best as of right now. Um, but obviously, you know, things will change. But those are still the websites I navigate towards the most. Great. So now when we define and this when we try to define and design any global system, proving the scale and peer-to-peer -peer operation is fundamental. And it, it's it, the same goes for you know the platform that you are developing. What is the status on blockchain scalability when uh, we are trying to develop such a large-scale system that would be used across nations? Yeah, great question. So the main thing is you have to be important with what technology you're using uh, as far as blockchain goes. Are you using, you know, Ethereum, for example, and you might be limited to six to seven TPS on a good day? Or are you moving towards more of the big boys like, you know, EOS, who might put you in the, the 40K to 50K ballpark? Uh, what is actually on the chain? What is being verified? And how are you actually using it? And you know what does that play into your network? So for our case, uh, and that that was a big decider for us because at the time we were developing and we were trying to figure a lot of this out, we were really limited to solidity. Um, and because of solidity and its limited amount of transactions, um, you know we were really not going to build be able to build anything that could scale. Um, so we, we had to really limit it down to, okay, how can we do this just from a currency point of view and how can we move the least important stuff off the chain in order to bring a lot of our times down and actually make this project functional. Now, on the back end, we did get a lot of assistance. Other blockchains popped up with higher TPS and it really took a lot of slack off of us. So anybody trying to start down this path right now is in a much better space. Um, but the, the main thing is you, you have to get a general idea of how it's being used. Why do you even have to use blockchain for that? And do you have to actually build on top of that? And then also just trying to ballpark, you know, what your TPS is going to look like. Are you going to have problems uh, down the road? This should be fairly easy to foreshadow. 
And then also in the future, uh, you know, it is a problem today, but in a year from now, this might be a very old problem. There may be some form of mathematics or, you know, blockchain technology that comes out that uh, completely resolves us all, of all our woes. So that's also a potentiality. Great. So is yours or any other blockchain-based uh, system or platform, has it been tested in real time? Uh, yeah, so we, we've tested our token functionality and that like as far as the blockchain and, and the transactions that are actually taking place there, uh, that's been tested, but that's very easy to do. So there, there's many decentralized platforms currently available for that that allow for over 100K TPS. Um, an example of that would be, you know, BitShares, for instance. And I think Waze is producing uh, a fairly high amount. Um, but as far as being able to trade the currency and what will actually take up 90% of the transactions will just be in pure trades and are, that aren't even on our website. Um, as far as that goes, that, that's a very easy function. As far as being able to go in and edit uh, certain parts of the chain or whenever a post, you know, hits a certain criteria to where it needs to be moved to the chain to make sure the moderators aren't being corrupt or we're not being corrupt ourselves. Uh, when certain instances like that happen, that's going to be a rarity. Um, and we have not actually tested out that functionality. That's a couple of months down the line. Um, but that's actually just super easy to implement. Were there any implementation obstacles that uh, you faced? In terms of, so, more of the implementation obstacles are in terms of machine learning and, and neural networks. Um, so in terms of detecting bots and being able to predict our weights, we, we still do not have enough users to actually go through that. We've actually applied an adversarial approach, which is the use of our own bots or a hidden layer to actually you know start doing some of the testing on our network. But we really need... Um, more diversity across the whole data set, but especially geographic diversity and how to avoid things like, you know, virtual private networks or how to avoid, you know, very sharp screen scraping bots that, that actually go through the whole, you know, human process as if, as if it was a human. Um, so identifying some of those things will be a problem in the future, um, especially some future problems are just going to be dealing with the community and trying to get them, on you know the same plane as us in terms of understanding technology you know it's it is machine learning it's not the end of the world um it is blockchain but it's it's not rocket science um it's just being able to break down some of these you know more or less difficult subjects and and try to make it palatable to the user yes so very true now there are so many different blockchains that are uh, you know in operation in parallel it's not just one blockchain. There are so many different blockchains uh, that are running in parallel. So will it be possible to integrate the any content platform uh, or any content that is on one uh, blockchain that can go to other blockchains? And how, will there be any integration? How would that all different parallel blockchains would work? Um, yeah, it depends on what type of integration per se, uh, because depending on what you're talking about, it, it may already be available. But it, if we're talking about like certain technologies or, or certain currency conversions and stuff like that, some of that's already been in place. So for example, there's there's B, BTS, BitShares, which kind of does from a monetary and a crypto point of view, 
um, kind of centralizes the value of all the currency so that they can trade under one platform. So that that's like an early thing. But in terms of like, you know, content distribution networks and some of the things we see popping up there, it obviously makes more sense to have an AI layer at the top that lets um, the whole entire chain know what are the best nodes to fill up with certain content and at what time and at what point in time a piece of content is trending and it would be a better time to move it to a different node. Um, obviously some of those things will come up and there will be different blockchains that will have to talk to each other. It's just there's there's going to be a, have to be a layer, some kind of protocol in between there that will have to be worked out. Um, and a lot of people right now in the industry, uh, especially the ones coming up on ICOs, they're already, you know, talking to people, getting partnerships together with certain coins so that they can start integrating some technology in tandem so that you do see that popping up. Oh, that, that is welcoming. I'm glad that, you know, that discussions are happening. But what are the technical challenges of uh, applying this blockchain to uh, this content platform and the, with the integration of AI? What kind of technical challenges you see coming towards you? Um, so some of the, some of the early tech, so I'll, I'll, for instance, one big technical challenge would be, um, hooking up, um, our blockchain, our monetization system with our artificial intelligence tagging system. So with the use of blockchain and our token currency, we'll be able to reimburse users, uh, who help us tag certain data sets. Uh, and go through certain data sets and, and, and be able to assist it. So uh, devising programs for that, actually making it work and uh, trying to develop something that could scale upwards and in real time, those are some big technical problems that will come under the way. As far as things that are going on with, with our network as is, most of it's off the chain. So most of this is like setting up a YouTube or a Medium or a Reddit. These are really old problems that have already been hammered out. So that's really easy and where we're tying in blockchain early on, it's really at a, a few distinct areas. And for instance, we use a different uh, currency layer uh, on our actual platform that's off chain because there's gonna be so, so many transactions and none of those have to be verified because they all go through our platform. Um, so we don't actually have to weave the blockchain there. We do have to weave it when people are exporting currency out. And we do have to weave it, weave it in certain aspects for verification. Um, but in terms of issues on that front, really not many. Great. So now for the benefit of our global viewers and listeners who are not familiar with your organization, how would you describe, define and describe your organization DeepSea? And uh, what would you tell them that uh, what problem you are trying to solve using this organization? Right. Yeah. So Deep Sea is it's an all in one uh, content and social uh, distribution platform. Um, essentially, we combine the most important formats uh, under an umbrella that really makes for, you know, the, the most palatable, most customizable content viewing experience one can ever ask for. And we do this by breaking it up into real four main parts. Um, the first one being the multimedia aspect of the platform. So thank YouTube, very similar to YouTube, uploading and hosting content, contents, being able to search for video content, um, et cetera, being able to set up networks and monetize that content, et cetera. Then we have a press, 
that's very similar to you know medium or articles or blogs or what have you for for content creators in that ballpark or for people who want to discover that type of content they have that section of the website uh, very similar to the multimedia uh, section and then on top of that we build the community section and the pipeline section so the pipeline section uh, operates like most social networks most social feeds it's a feed it's it's very customizable it has different posting options so very much like a twitter or a facebook um, in addition to, to tagging options for spreading content but the real flagship of the platform is our community section and uh, this is an advanced uh, section very kind of similar to reddit uh, where we have user generated communities so users can generate a technology community they can generate a breaking bad community or a machine learning community what have you and from that point they can uh, invite and build users around this community in a feed uh, that's very similar to reddit with strong comment structures um, analytics, strong symbols throughout the platform so you can get a sense of is this an anonymous poster, is this a verified per poster, are they verified under a certain profession that's relevant to this post and, and what have you. Um, and then on top of that we, we go a little further with our uh, overall umbrella feature which is uh, the umbrella for verification. So we, we go through very different verification models to verify you know whether an account is anonymous or whether, you know, kind of like how you see on Twitter where you, you'll see the blue little check mark, we have uh, the same type of feature, except we'll go into actual professions. You can actually get verified for a specific community, what have you. And then on top of that, we have the ad and services platform. And this is where we tie in our blockchain token currency. And uh, basically, we weave uh, blockchain artificial intelligence and the, the breadth of our platform to provide services and advertisements. So obviously we use analytics to derive who we should serve certain ads to. At the same time, we offer different services and subscription models. Um, because there will be so many content creators, because there will be so many types of content, we want to allow them to really customize the way in which they uh, sell that content and the way in which people can subscribe to their content. Uh, and we, we hook all that up and do one platform, which is, uh, is DeepSea. So that, that's kind of a quick look. Great. So now where do you see a need for more effort as you go forward? A need for more effort? Mm -hmm. um, in, uh, on our part, I'm sorry? On, on your organization part, as well as the you know, other uh, creators who are trying to develop such platforms, or regulatory, non-regulatory, any kind of, you know, uh, where you see more efforts so that uh, the efforts that you are putting in at DeepSea to be relevant for blockchain machine learning powered content platform, that it becomes a reality and that uh, it goes where you are visioning it to go. Yeah, so a lot of the effort is definitely going to be on the early stage and the early growth. So actually going out and communicating with content creators and getting them to actually post on our on our platform in the first place and then using those content creators as leverage to you know really test the waters with other users and how they experience our platform luckily for us um, it's a great time in social media the great time for disruption and there's a lot of people who are kind of stirring about some of the problems that have come out of YouTube reddit and some of the big players so now is a perfect time to use those social networks apply more 
time into so, those social networks and try to get people to to really see the first peak of the platform. Um, definitely in the uh, in our future, um, putting a lot of effort and it's going to take a lot of effort. It's a very big problem, um, and that's bringing together content creators with everybody who's a part of the chain. So this is the people who run the cameras, who produce the studios, um, who actually get the stuff to go live. Um, how can we actually increase the production quality? How can more you know, everyday normal people make premium content? This is something we know is gonna be important and we know is gonna be something to invest in, but this will be a big effort in the future. Great. Now, you know that there are so many different silo efforts that are going in parallel across nations, uh, trying to develop the similar kind of platform that you are trying to develop. So how will your organization, DeepSea, compete with all these numerous silo efforts that are going in parallel across nations? So one of our main, uh, one, of, one of the main ways we'll be able to compete is we do have a heavy growth team. So in, in place of this growth team, you know, we know these networks uh, back to front. We were the growth hackers on these networks. This is how we really devised a lot of the ideas. So we know great areas to really post this content and to get people live. But in terms of actually converting people, once they come onto the platform, it's understanding the little intricacies. It's understanding how people actually want to view content and what, um, and, and, and you know what kind of spectrum of people is birthed out of a new age of content? Our approach was going all the way back uh, to Marshall McLuhan, you know, in the birth of media ecology, and trying to get the baseline understanding of well, what does technology do? What are some basic patterns that come out of it? Uh, how does it change the user, and how does it change the environment? So we're at a sharp time in technology where everything's changing. The, the environment's changing through blockchain, uh, people, transfer speeds, machine learning. And it, it's a hot time to you know, develop a startup and, and trying to you know, really get in there. But you know, anybody who's really trying to come on and challenge the giants that we see today, uh, we really believe they're going to need an all-encompassing effort because as machine learning gets to be a hotter and hotter subject, you can do more with it and do more with the data you collect. However, very few organizations have that data and actually know how to utilize it. So you really have to combine as many trees as you can to develop the best platform you can. And I think we've we've looked at the scenario from you know the biggest problems to the smallest problems and try to figure out, okay, what type of platform can we build that can really encompass the whole thing? And while we see a lot of competitors, a lot of different solutions, uh, we really do not see an all-in-one approach, especially an all-in-one approach that takes into account Reddit style and functionality for browsing and aggregating and commenting on content. Great. Now, what would you like to convey to our global viewers and listeners, especially those young minds all across nations who are trying to, you know, identify the problems, not only within their nations, but also across nations and come up with sensible technology solutions like you all are trying to develop here. So what would you like to tell them? What would you like them to work on or what would you like them to focus on? Um, I would I would definitely say do what you like to do first off, but if I had to say any specifics, 
Now's a great time to learn about blockchain ICOs and learn about all the different ways other than cryptocurrency specifically that you can use blockchain. Uh, so many businesses are, are switching to this, that they're running in scramble. Any Anybody who's in consulting or advising in this industry, they're absolutely packed with action. Everybody's trying to get on, on in on it. And um, it's got a very relatively low learning curve right now since everybody's so new. So blockchain, learning about you know, just different applications, anything away from cryptocurrency would be spectacular. Um, in the future, anybody who's got a machine learning background, uh, being able to play with some of, and, and machine learning is not crazy. We definitely need less, you know, less mathematical minds in, in the area. So, and there will be new um, types that come up. So, you know, anybody who's willing to go out and watch Fifi Lee's video over computer vision and anybody who that video resonates with and they can already understand some quick applications to apply that to, um, then maybe that's something, you know, you should definitely research. But um, just in terms of two recommendations, machine learning and, and blockchain are, are two huge ones. And then the third one is that businesses are changing uh, throughout the future. We're going to see much less of the Steve Jobs Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, dichotomy, very centralized control, um, what have you. So there's going to be a lot of companies that realize the right move is to leverage uh, what the people really want in a time where people are really open to change and everything's changing anyway, so they have really no choice. Uh, so being able to leverage as many friends as possible and you know do your best to, to go the extra mile for the consumer, that'll pay off a ton in this upcoming age. Great, wonderful. So thank you so much, Travis, for participating in Risk Roundup today. And we appreciate your thoughtful insight on blockchain machine learning power content platform. And our global viewers and listeners will benefit tremendously from the information you provided today. And even if a single individual or entity can come up with an idea to innovate the content platforms and bring the much needed transformation to communication and collaboration at all levels, local, national, regional, and global, this risk round of dialogue has been of service and we thank you for that. Hey, Sheree, I appreciate you for having me. You've been a great host. It's been a blast and um, I just really appreciate it. Everybody who's listening, thank you. Have a great day. Wonderful, thank you so much. So blockchain and machine learning technology continues to redefine how nation, its government, industries, organizations and academia need to operate in a digital global age. While the potential of blockchain and machine learning technology is immense, we need to identify, evaluate, and manage the complex challenges coming with redefining and redesigning of the system at all levels. Risk groups, cybersecurity, geosecurity, and space security risk research centers are created for this very reason to identify, evaluate, and manage the risk-facing NGIOA and CGS, that means nations, its government, industries, organizations, and academia in cyberspace, geospace, and space. We at Risk Group believe that risk management, security, and peace, they walk together hand in hand. Though security is related to management of threats and peace to the management of conflict, risk management is related to the management of security vulnerabilities as well as management of conflict. It is not possible to conceive any one of the three without the existence of the other two. All three concepts feed into each other. We believe that the security we build for ourselves is precarious and uncertain until it is secure for everyone across nations. Tradition becomes our security, so if we build a culture of managing risk effectively, 
it will lead us to security and security will lead us to peace. Let's manage the existing and emerging risks together. For more information on the risk roundups, to watch the risk roundup videos or hear the risk roundup podcast, please go to riskgroupllc.com and do not forget to subscribe and share. Until next time, I'm Jayashree Pandya, host of Risk Roundup, signing off. See you next time. Thank you.